Today's episode is brought to you by Shaw Business. Shaw Business offers a whole suite of smart solutions like smart Wi-Fi. With dedicated networks for you and your guests, smart Wi-Fi keeps everyone's connection separate, safe, and secure. And it reaches all corners of your business. So whether you're at your desk or in a meeting room, you're still connected and ready for business. Smart Wi-Fi is one way that Shaw Business is powering the entrepreneur. It's Vancouver's podcast on the Canada's Podcast Network. Hello, everyone. I'm Angela Fay hub builder and co-host of British Columbia's podcasts, part of the Canada's Podcast Network, your source for great insights from entrepreneurs from across Canada. We talk to entrepreneurs who are making it happen here so you can listen, discover, and engage. We're super excited this afternoon to have Sandra Nomoto with us. Welcome to the show, Sandra. Thanks so much for having me, Angie. Absolutely. A little bit about Sandra. She is a writer and aspiring world traveler earning her university degree and working in public relations. At the age of 25, she launched Conscious Public Relations, Inc., a virtual communications firm. And over the next 10 years in business, Nomoto was awarded the 2009 Volunteer of the Year by Women in Film and Television, Vancouver. She earned a B Corporation certification and contributed to eWomen Network, Vancouver, earning the Best Social Media and Community Engagement Award in 2016. That doesn't end there. Sandra also founded and grew the Vancouver Short Film Festival from 2005 to 2015 and is the author of the newly published book, The Only Public Relations Guide You'll Ever Need. She blogs at sandranomoto.com and for Cold Tea Collective and serves on the board of the Vancouver Mural Festival. She practices transcendental meditation daily sells a line of bold journals, and has been eating vegan since 2018. What is Transcendental <laughs> med- <laughs> Meditation? It's, it's a type of meditation. Um, there are many. And from my knowledge, this is the most popular practiced one around the world. Um, and it was founded out east. Um, it, it's actually a practice that's been done thousands of thousands of years, but it was a fellow named Maharishi, uh, I forget his name now, but, uh, but he was the one who brought it to the West from India in the 70s. And since then, um, it's been able, yeah, to, to, to grow around the world and um, especially here uh, in North America. And uh, yeah, I consider myself pretty lucky to be practicing it daily for it'll be five years in July this year. Fantastic. Tell us a little bit more about yourself, where you're from. And maybe a few details on your current business. Sure. Um, I was born in Montreal, but my family moved very quickly after I was born to Vancouver, where my dad uh, got a job here at West and uh, raised in East Vancouver. And this is the area where I live now as well, in the South Main area. After, after high school, I got my degree in English Literature and Film Studies at UBC. And right after that, got my career started in public relations. So. After working for a small firm for about a year and a half, I went from intern to office manager and assistant to the partners pretty quickly. Um, I decided to venture off on my own, and that's when I started um, my business uh, that I ran for a decade up until last year. And currently, I'm now contracting for a few different companies, 
Um, one is a uh, first CEO in the cannabis space. Uh, she runs uh, a new cannabis tech accelerator called GrowTech Labs. GrowTech Labs um, was founded uh, in August of last year, so it's a very new company. And um, it's uh, um, partnered with Victory Square Technologies, which is a well-known technology fund. And so we are looking to find cannabis technology startups to invest in, as well as help them go through the um, process of scaling and growing a company um, so that we can solve a lot of the pain points that are coming out of legalization. You know, cannabis yeah. legalization is, can be a great thing, but now there's, you know, between all of the steps that, you know, we need to go through as far as regulations, um, we're really looking to solve a lot of the gaps and pain points um, within that industry um, by investing in those who are, who are solving that um, here in BC. And uh, yeah, GrowTech Labs is the business and GrowTechLabs.com is that site. And the other is actually a very well-known Canadian entrepreneur named Madeline Shaw, who um, founded United Girls of the World Society, which produces uh, G-Day for girls aged 10 to 12. So um, some parents in Vancouver or Victoria might recognize that event. And she's also starting up a pretty exciting co-working space um, that will be family um, inclusive called Nestworks. Nestworks, awesome. Now, I realize we're going back at, in time a little bit, talking about your public uh, relations company. And part of this, part of the part podcast is, is understanding entrepreneurial journeys. So I hope you don't mind us going back far. Did you need financing to start your company when, when you were starting out? Uh, no, I didn't look at outside financing. So I started out as a um, sole proprietor, individual um, consultant that did, or consultant publicist, I would say. And really all you need to do that job is a computer and then printer for, you know, documents. Uh, now I barely use my printer, but yeah, I, I would say I, I spend definitely no more than $1,000 of my own personal funds on, on starting my business. And I actually created my own very first uh, business cards by uh, was it, yeah, designing my own business card and getting that printed locally. And then I, I taught myself Flash at one point uh, to even create my very first website. Flash is almost becoming redundant, is it, in this day and age? <laughs> uh, oh, absolutely. As soon as WordPress came into play, like that changed everything. It just, wow. it, it, yeah, it's such an easy platform. I still use it now for my personal site. And that's yeah. the one that I recommend to everyone else. Awesome. Uh, curious, how do you make money now? So, uh, yeah, as I mentioned, I'm an independent contractor for uh, a few uh, serial entrepreneurs. And I just, as you mentioned, I just launched um, my first book. And uh, that's definitely a side hustle, but um, a, a great way, I would say, to, yeah, to make some extra cash on the side. Well, and it's a great uh, segue into, you know, it, it's, it's a big deal to run your own company and especially a PR company uh, for 10 years and then, you know, transition it just to independent consulting. Tell us a little bit about your long-term vision and how, you know, maybe your book and what your ideas as far as what you've learned so far, how your career will look like in the future. Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, if you asked me that right around the time I closed down my agency, I would have had no answer for you. And, and I would have said, uh, you know, anything besides marketing and communications, because, <laughs> because uh, I, yeah, I mean, I've, I've done it for over 10 years now, and I feel like I'm, I'm ready to move on to something new and, and hone some different skills. But yeah, being in a different role for these 
for these female entrepreneurs, it allows me to, I believe, use all of the skills that I've gained as a business owner and now apply it to their business. Um, so a lot of administration, operations, I am doing a bit of writing and communications, but I love just learning about new businesses and being able to provide solutions that you know they may not see. Um, and I've, I've had some time now to think about what the next big step might be for me. And I'm really fascinated right now with therapy and specifically the hypnosis uh, method of therapy, because I know the brain has a huge, plays a huge part in how we all operate. And I think that, um, yeah, there's, there's something untapped there that, that a lot of scientists have talked about, but I don't think we've been able to incorporate it quite quite into daily practice uh, as we have meditation. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking something around that, maybe, yeah, maybe something I'll, I'll be looking at um, when I'm ready to invest in more training. And also because we're in a world now where we've got some huge complex problems to solve. And I believe that if we can get some of that, some of those personal barriers out of the way, because we can't, we all can't do it alone. We've got to learn to work with each other and work with other people in order to solve these big problems. Yeah, and if we if we can't if we can't do that, that's going to be a huge issue. So, um, yeah, so I really believe that right now, whereas I was working with companies and telling their stories, I, I really think my my next calling might be working more one on one with individuals. Super. What are the biggest benefits of being an entrepreneur, or at least you know somebody who who is servicing other entrepreneurs as well in in Vancouver? I would say um, because Vancouver and, you know, to some extent, BC, I would say uh, we're a very small to medium business type of community. It's very easy to start your own business, I would say. Um, Of course, it depends which industry you're going in, but um, it's not hard to find like-minded communities who are in the same industry, maybe mentors that, you know, you might want to work with who might uh, be able to lead you along the way. Um, a lot of networking opportunities. I feel like, you know, you're only one degree away from whoever you want or need to reach. That's what I feel like it's, um, it's like here in Vancouver. I agree. It's pretty easy to get out and, and meet people. So what are some of the tougher things or the challenges maybe for our listeners who aren't yet doing business in, in Vancouver or British Columbia? What should they be keeping an eye out um, as, a, as a challenge for doing business here? Yeah, great question. Something that I didn't think of when I started my business was just the amount of competition. And so that's not necessarily a bad thing because like I said, there's, there's a lot of small, medium businesses out there. I think what you have to uh, focus on now when you're starting a new business is how you're going to carve out that niche and stand out. Let's say you are going to start your own public relations or digital media, uh, digital marketing company, um, how are you, what, what sort of market are you looking to target? Because there are a lot of big firms out there who service many industries. But you know, if you're, if you're starting out small or solo, um, it's almost better for you to carve out that niche and be known for a specific type of PR or digital marketing uh, that will help you set, set yourself uh, apart from the competition. If you were to start all over again, and you just moved to Vancouver, uh, this time you don't know anyone. Knowing what you know now, you've been here um, for a number of years in business, what would you do and how would you do it all over again as an entrepreneur? Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like it's, it was similar because I, I didn't set out to uh, run my own business when I was younger and I kind of just leapt into it. Definitely become comfortable networking. 
um, because that's the primary way that you're going to meet, um, you know, whether it's partners that you're going to work with, uh, meet clients. Uh, I come across people all the time at networking events who are like, oh, I hate networking. I hate, you know, meeting people. And I'm like, well, you're here, <laughs> you know, you're, you're practicing now. Um, and you just got to get comfortable with that. And what I'm, what I did was I spent um, a lot of time on meetup.com and I went to every networking meeting under the sun that I could find. And I found that that gave me some great practice because I'm an introvert um, with just shaking hands, exchanging business cards, talking to people. And if I were to do that again, I would probably spend less time doing that, you know, maybe six months rather than, rather than two years. But yeah, if you get over that initial fear of networking and then you know exactly where you need to be um, uh, in terms of the clients or customers that you need to find, then you're, you're much ahead. Um, and then the second thing I would say was, or what I would do is uh, invest in some help with branding right off the bat. Because like I said, I, I came up with my own logo and business card. Um, but now what I advise or what I advise to all my past clients and, and anyone else, you know, starting a business is, um, you got to really invest that time in, in the branding and figuring out, you know, who are you or who is your company? What do you stand for? What's your purpose? Um, and have that really all come out in the design in the beginning, because that's going to save a lot of time later on when you realize and this happened to me. Um, you know, I'm running a company that actually doesn't reflect really accurately who I am or what, what industry that I want to focus on. And so I had to do that process over again. Kind of fun as far as your location, you know, we all do some of our best work outside the office. Is there a place in Vancouver or, or I guess even in, in BC, maybe near where you live or work, where you recharge, get inspired, or just go when you're needing to think? Hmm, I would say it's it's not really location dependent for me. It's it's uh, definitely just spending time alone, whether that's yeah going for a walk outside. And I know many many of the the BC uh, entrepreneurs have mentioned uh, going out in nature. Uh, that's that is really important. Um, we've got some great weather here to do that on the west coast. Yeah, or it's, or spending time with with family and friends. Um, not talking business is always great. Um, or even watching like a really good uh, TV series or movie. Um, travel, I would say, is also really important um, to me. Again, to just hop out of that business mindset and um, recharge. Sandra, do you think entrepreneurs have to be weird or unique? Of course, in a positive way. I mean, or are they wired differently? I don't know if I would agree with either um, because I, I feel like everyone is weird or unique in their own way and that's great. <laughs> <laughs> and like I said, that's, that may, that may um, uh, help you stand out from, from the rest of the competition in your industry. And then as far as being wired, I think everybody can be trained. Maybe there are some folks who, you know, maybe born into a family of entrepreneurs and so they may have been exposed to it um, maybe growing up and they might have a leg up when they, they finally decide to jump in. But I think, yeah, if, as long as you're dedicated, um, you can definitely train in, term of, in terms of uh, the mindset um, that you need. Absolutely. Now, I, I mean, you, you've just written your own book, but, um, which I'll maybe ask another question a little bit later in the podcast, but what books are you reading now? And why are they audiobooks? Are they physical turn-the-page books? And can you recommend anything in particular for our listeners? Yeah, right. Right now, I'm reading a lot of um, 
personal books, which I didn't used to. Uh, I used to, there used to be a huge stack of business books <laughs> when I was running my agency. So I would, I would select any, yeah, anything from, you know, the bestsellers to, to books on marketing and especially cause marketing. Um, but right now I'm, yeah, I'm really enjoying um, digging into more to, to into books uh, that are personal topics of mine. So right now I'm digging into uh, the ebook for Becoming Supernatural by Dr. Joe Dispenza. And he's one of, I would say, today's leading scientists and uh, personal development gurus, um, who's really into neuroscience and healing the body um, with your mind. Um, and so I'm, yeah, about halfway through that. It's, it's super fascinating, exactly the type of stuff that, that I'm into right now in terms of yeah, how to heal yourself, both, both, both physically and emotionally, um, just by um, tuning into what your mind can do for you. Okay, I'm totally curious. Can you give us one <laughs> soundbite? Um, what, what's one thing that you can do yourself to heal your body with your mind? Okay, so yeah, the type of meditation that I mentioned earlier that I do is, mm. is transcendental. And they, you know, they say um, you shouldn't try to think any thoughts. But um, the method that Joe Dispenza introduces in Becoming Supernatural, he, he actually introduces quite a few forms, but there is one that centers around uh, the chakras of the body. So starting from you know, the, the, the chakra around the pelvis, going all the way up to the chakra that, that's above your head, so not even, not even on your body. And if you place your focus on all of those and send love and and gratitude and healing thoughts to each of those centers, um, you would come out of that healthier and yeah, I would say more balanced. I think that's the the concept of it. So yeah, that was one of the ones that was, yeah, that was pretty neat to me. Awesome. Well, we talked a little bit about your meditation and, and uh, you know, the, the downside of um, relaxing not thinking about work. What about side of Santa's life? What are your favorite activities in BC? And um, where do you do them? Yeah, well, I guess um, fitness is is a big part of my life. So I like, you know, going for runs with my husband uh, in our neighborhood. I do yoga at home. Um, like I said, uh, like hanging out with friends on the weekends. Uh, love eating out. And I'm a, you know, fairly new vegan. So Vancouver is great for those types of restaurants. Um, or we go out to, yeah, to watch a movie. Um, now that it's getting warmer, um, you know, hiking season is underway. So really looking forward to that. Although some people hike year round, <laughs> it's good for them. I prefer the warmer weather. Yeah, I just, I just learned to knit about a year ago. So that's, that's one cool thing that I actually enjoy doing while I'm doing more sedentary activities like watching movies. So I don't feel as, as lazy and I am actually doing something along with that. Awesome. Give me one favorite vegan restaurant you've discovered in oh. Vancouver. Oh, well, my, my favorite by far is um, the Acorn, which is uh, very vegan friendly. It was actually recently named uh, the best vegan restaurant in the world by one of the media outlets. Whoa, that's fantastic. And that's, yeah, and that's right in my hood, right on Main Street. There you go. Sandra, this is always a tough question, but if you weren't doing what, you were, what you're doing now, you know, and, and you've made a transition recently. I appreciate that. But if you could uh, flick a switch and choose a completely another profession, what would you delve into? Well, you know, world traveler is, is you know, one of, my, one of the titles that I just call myself <laughs> because I really do want to travel to more countries. And so if there was a career that would allow me to, to travel 
And I love writing as well. So, you know, maybe something like a travel journalist or writer or blogger, that would probably be it. What's the next destination on your travel list? Uh, I am headed to Toronto and Montreal in September um, to visit a friend and also uh, attend a cousin's wedding. So, um, and I've been to both places, but really looking forward to introducing my husband who hasn't been. Nice. Sandra, in business, do you have a favorite word, quote, or sentence that you can share with our listeners? Mm, I've, I've got a favorite quote. It doesn't necessarily need to apply to business, but it certainly does in, in my opinion. And that's um, roll with the punches, tomorrow's another day. Because everybody's got bad days and you certainly will when you run your own business. Um, but yeah, I think if you, can, if, you, if you can remember that, you know, moments pass and there's always a better opportunity coming uh, the next day or the next moment, um, that'll help get you through. If you had to pick one or two words to describe yourself, what would they be and why? The first thing that came to me was introvert because I, I just think uh, that describes me pretty well. Um, I work best one-on-one with people. Um, I've gotten used to, you know, the big networking events now, but um, uh, as well as public speaking. But I do think introverts have this, uh, have a unique ability to um, listen to others. And that can be very useful in business. And the other um, would be intuitive. And I would not call myself that, you know, maybe five years ago. But uh, now that my, you know, I've, I've been practicing meditation for quite a few years now, and uh, now that I'm free from <laughs> running my own business and um, asking myself a lot of questions about what's next for me, um, I'm learning to hone um, my intuition a lot more lately. And I am going to jump, jump on that what's next for me and ask you, what are your top uh, two or three things on an inspired life list? whether it's a TED Talk, you've just launched a book, what's on that list you look forward to doing in the next, say, decade or so? Yeah, I actually do have a personal bucket list, and there are quite a few travel destinations on there. I'm just trying to think if there's, oh, one is, one is become a really good vegan cook. Mm. And I, think I'm, I'm, I think I'm well on the path to doing that because I've been, I've been cooking vegetarian for quite a number of years now. Uh, yeah, and I've got a good solid deck of recipes, I would say, that I'm, I've now started to share on my personal blog. So I'm just making sure that all of those are, are refined and, of course, improving my, my um, knife skills. Um, but yeah, I think I'm well on the way to that. And then probably one of the more unique travel experiences that I'd like to have is going to New York Fashion Week with at least one of my siblings. So I'm the middle child uh, with an older sister and a younger brother. And, both of, and all of us, I would say, are into fashion a little bit in different ways. And so I, th- I think it'd be cool for all of us to just go see a couple shows in New York City, which is an incredible city. Yeah. And just have that experience together. That sounds, I would love to tag along with you guys if you decide to go. <laughs> so let's go. Sure. We'll let you know. Yeah. <laughs> Sandra, any advice that you have received and, and kept close to your heart that you can pass on to entrepreneurs out British Columbia? Hmm, I've, I've received so much great advice over the years, I have to say, but I would uh, what what I have heard repeated so many times, um, and I would I would definitely repeat again, is that nobody does it alone, and it really does require a community. And even if if, if you are a solopreneur, um, you really do need to find a community of 
people that you trust and that you can rely on that can refer you business. And um, yeah, it can just, can just be that cheerleader squad for you because Mm -hmm. especially when you are um, starting out alone, um, yeah, it can be hard to know who to turn to, but uh, yeah, it's definitely super important to find, uh, find a tribe. Excellent. This one is a little bit of fun just to get a little bit of uh, insight on you, Sandra. Now, if you can imagine there was a small tropical island just off of Fiji, has a phone booth, but no internet. We're going to drop you off there and uh, you won't have a computer or smartphone or anything. You can use that phone booth, uh, you know, for a call to, to get somebody to come and pick you up. How long would you last on the island before you made the call and what would you do? You know, I love this question. It's, it's so great. And, <laughs> and so I've, I've been thinking about my own answer. And I actually think of two scenarios. So if I were dropped off, like with, with absolutely nothing on, you know, no backpack or anything, I, I wouldn't last very long, to be honest, because I'm not a very good camper. I'm a city girl. And so if I'm not able to keep myself warm or feed myself, like I'm just not going to last for like 24 hours, probably max. <laughs> um, the second scenario is if I know I'm going there, even without, you know, the smartphone or anything, if I were able to bring the best in solar tech, in solar tech with me. So, you know, I'm talking like solar inflatable tent, um, <laughs> solar powered flashlights and, and griddles. And, uh, you know, like then I'm going to have a good time if I can sleep and I can, you know, I, I'm vegan, so I can forage yeah. for food and make my own food then, you know, I'm going to have a good time. I, I would say I'd probably try and last 10 days before I made that call to go home. Um, yeah, but I'd, I'd try as, as long as, for as long as possible to, to explore what's there on that island and go swimming and, and just spend a lot of that quality time alone. I think if I was ever to end up on a, on a Fijian island in the middle of nowhere, I would definitely choose Sandra to have as my vegan cook. I can tell you. <laughs> We, we would have fun. Yeah, we would have fun. Okay, of you. And is there anything you would like to add before uh, before we wrap up? Um, best way to get a hold of me is uh, my personal site, sandranamoto.com, um, or you can find me at that with that name um, on all of the social media platforms. Um, I'd say the last thing I want to say is, yeah, please come and check out my book. Um, you can have a look at it on Amazon or on my personal site. And um, yeah, I think it's, it's a really helpful guide that'll help anyone in an organization, whether you're in marketing or running your business or not. And I think it'll give you some great tips on how you can improve both your relationships with your employees or team, um, as well as your clients and customers outside of, um, outside of the company. Fantastic. And just remind us of the book title again. The only public relations guide you'll ever need. Fantastic. So we've learned about Sandra Nomoto, middle child, writer, aspiring world traveler, East Vancouver resident, and of course, uh, soon to be world guru, vegan recipe cooking collection. So (laughs) thanks again for joining us, Sandra. Um, We've enjoyed having you here and I'm sure our listeners have too. Thanks, Angie. Hey there, thanks for taking the time today to listen to British Columbia's podcast on the Canada's Podcast Network. We hope you enjoyed the show today. Make sure you sign up for our newsletters and write a review for us on iTunes. Connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, or at canadaspodcast.com. You can check out what other entrepreneurs are doing across the country. I'm Angela Fay. See you next time.